Hello sa lahat. Good evening. Ako si Pira Nada. Welcome to another episode of Campaign Convos. We have a very special episode for you tonight dahil Holy Week this week. Gusto namin sana mag-reflect tayong lahat kasi important ang Holy Week ngayon. It will be a week where we will also think about elections, sino ang baboto natin. For candidates, it's also an important time to sit back and take stock of where they are in their campaigns and their candidacy. So we thought that we would make this episode about your questions. Anything you want to ask us campaign reporters, isasagot namin or susubukan namin sagutin ngayon. So if you're wondering, I'm in the car because I am currently on the campaign trail myself. Kinocover ko si Isko Moreno ngayon sa Pampanga, ongoing ang kanyang event ngayon. But medyo nalit siya, so uh, I have to do this kasabay. But anyway, before we continue with the rest of the episode, magpapakilala muna kami to my... Right is, and sige, magsimula na tayo. Hi everyone, I'm Jairo Bolledo. I cover the campaign of Calio de Guzman and Walden Belga. And on the side, I also help Mara cover VPLEN. Hi everyone, I'm Aika Ray, and I cover Team Pacquiao Achenza. Hello, ako si Rambo Talabo. Ang kinocover ko ang presidential run ni Senator Pantilo Lacson at ang vice presidential run ni Senator Tito Soto. Hello, I'm Bea Kupin. I cover unit team specifically Sarah Duterte's vice presidential run, but you'll also see me nakikisaw-saw sa campaigns ng ibang candidates from time to time. So, Okay, so if you're wondering kung paano namin na-crowdsource yung mga tanong nyo, ginawa namin, nagpa-post kami ng crowdsourcing social media card sa aming Rappler social media platforms. And yung team ng Rappler, kinumpile yung mga questions na are worth uh, conversing about. Like, obviously, hindi namin pinatulan yung mga troll questions na obviously parang attacks lang. But we really looked for questions na, hmm, parang okay tong pagmuni-munihin at baka tanong rin ng mga maraming mga tao who are watching the campaign. So, dinagay namin sa isang Google Doc yung mga questions nyo na napili ng social media team namin. Some actually were DM directly to us. So, we will read the questions one by one and try to answer them to the best of our abilities. So, first question. Pero siyempre yung unang tanong wala dito yung ano no, yung inadresa ng tanong. <laughs> Since matagal na wala si Mara, wala rin si Mara today, may special question daw siya. This is from Laurel Pop Balcarce. Medyo ano siya no, excellence in asking questions sa si Laurel Pop. Kamusta naman po ang araw-araw na pag-cover kay VP Lenny na everyday ay di nauubusan ng ganap at news tungkol sa kanya? Sino sasagot nito? Si Jairo. Okay, bilang ano, assistant. Assistant, team to Mara. <laughs> ano, si VP Lenny, ano ka siya, halos everyday. If you're gonna check her schedule for the whole week, parang everyday talaga, may schedule siya. For example, the past two days, last Tuesday, she was in La Union. And then, na umaga, ng hapon, pumunta siyang Katanduanes. And then, kanina, nandun siya sa Masbate. So, actually... Organized kasi yung team ni VP Lenny, especially the media, the comms team. So, nagsasuggest sila ng mga, nagpa-plot sila ng schedule ni VP Lenny. Tapos, nagsasuggest sila na parang dapat yung mga media uh, organizations, yung mga news org, meron na mga team 1, team 2. Tapos kapag sobrang dikit-dikit nung schedule, parang hinahati nila yung reporters na mag-cover doon na sinasuggest nila parang, Okay, reporters one, batch one, dito kayo sa La Union, dito kayo sa Katanduanes. Kasi sobrang dikit-dikit ng schedule ni VP Lenny. Parang sobrang impossible kasi yung puntahan lahat. So, kami sa Rappler, dahil sobrang kawawa naman si Mara, nagkakaroon na rin kami, may mga times na rin, tumutulong na rin ako sa campaign. Tapos, yan, yeah, lalo na kapag everyday, nagsasalitan kami 
ng campaign. For example, last time, nasa Davao siya, tapos nasa Tarlac ako, and then punta siyang Marinduque, magpacover ako sa Quezon, something like that. So, alternating kasi sobrang daming ganap TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. Okay, next question. Galing din to kay Laurel Pop, actually. Ano yung napansin niyong pagbabago sa galaw or strategy ng mga candidates? Siguro, simulan natin kay Pia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bago sa galaw. Well, I would say na si Isko, very, very apparent yung kanyang strategy to target Marcos. Kasi if you remember sa initial time, yung initial days ng campaign, pa-safe-safe pa siya eh, parang ayaw niya masyadong magpangalan ng rival, etc. But as naging apparent na ang dominant ni Marcos sa surveys, yun na, doon niya nalalabas yung 203 billion. Some people forget na siya actually nagsimula noon eh, kasi naging sobrang big issue na siya. But actually parang siya yung unang nag-bring up noon, tapos nag-snowball na lang. So, yun, naging apparent yun. And then, yung kanyang messaging na, ano na, siya yung parang enemy of elitista, decente politics. Naging, ano na rin yun, nag-evolve na rin yun to parang counter the Parang it's me versus the big political families personified by Robredo and Marcos. So, Fico, yun yung talagang nagbago. And I guess, ano ba, mas aggressive siya in hitting Marcos. Fico, yun yung pinaka-biggest change in strategy. Sa akin, si Caliodi, for Caliodi, same pa rin naman yung sweet image ni Caliodi. Kasi for the information of everyone, ganun talaga si Caliodi. Talagang mukha lang talaga siyang tatay na matangkad. Matangkad naman talaga siya. Pero sweet talaga siya in person. Like, very macho, I mean macho in a good way, parang very tatay. So, nire-retain niya yung image niya na yun. Plus, yung unity message niya kasi na opposition sila, they acknowledge pa rin yun. In fact, she also, she is the only, I think, ha, presidential candidate who slammed yung criticisms and attacks against Aika Robredo. For VP Lenny naman, I think ang napansin kong trend dun sa change ng kanyang strategy ay Lately, nagpo-focus siya doon sa extremes. Extremes in a sense na pupunta siyang Bicol, katulad ng ginawa niya the past days, and then pupunta siya doon sa bailiwick ng, ng kalaban niya, which is Pangasinan and La Union. And at the same time, napansin ko din, nagigamit, medyo nagkakaroon na rin siya ng counter-messaging about unity. Kahapon, nagsabi siya na parang ang unity daw ay hindi unity ng mga politicians, but unity and voluntarism among people. So yun yung changes so far. Rambo Sino ba kasi unity? Oh, I can, ano, ano? Sino magsasalita? No, you, you go first. I can, I can go last. Okay, okay. I think, ano, lumalabas din kasi so for the past few uh, sorties yung hiwa-hiwala yung endorsement, di ba? Yung ang i-endorse lamang ay yung VP, yung president. For the case mm. of Laxon Soto, palaging si Tito Soto lamang. At si, si ano, si Laxon mm. hindi ina-endorse. So si Laxon, ang awkward nito kasi pumunta si Soto sa Cebu na siya lang. Tapos the next week, sumunod si Laxon. So parang sinusubukan nilang maipasa rin kay Laxon yung support. And uh, it's really not looking really good for Laxon at this point. Very reactive yung kanyang campaign. So there's that. The first one is yung nilaglag siya ng reforma. Then the next one is ang endoso lamang ay si Soto. Tapos yung mga unity talks, very reactive siya dyan. Nilalantad lang niya na ako ay kinakausa para makipag-unity para amatras dito sa race na to. Una yung kay, kay Dito Atienza na hindi daw sa atras. Pero that does not set the agenda for him. Reactive. The next one, naglantad din siya na kinausap daw siya ng alleged member din ng party ni Lenny, group ni Lenny, pero hindi naman totoo. Pinapaatras din siya. Lagi niya sinasabi yun. Tapos in the long term, 
very ano naman siya, consistent siya na ang kanyang kinakapitan talaga ay debate. Pero nakikita rin natin na kahit na ang tagal niya debate, kahit ginagalingan niya, hindi siya nagtra-translate sa ratings. Mm-hmm. Yung kay Senator Pacquiao, same with kay Pia, yung attacks against Marcos Jr., yung talaga isa sa mga biggest shift na nakikita natin dun sa strategy ni Senator Pacquiao. And mukha namang, in a way, nag-working for him because a lot of people actually, at least on social media, are seeing na parang mas matapang na daw si Senator Pacquiao. Kasi nung simula naman, hindi rin naman siya nagpapangalan ng Bongbong Marcos or the Marcos family, ganyan, sa mga statements niya. So, yun yung kay Senator Pacquiao. Siyempre, yung unit team, they have the advantage of being the leaders. I mean, sa start pa lang, di ba? Siyempre, ngayon, survey frontrunner, I mean, they've always led survey. So, change no there wasn't there hasn't really been any change at all like yung stump speech ni Bongbong Marcos yung stump speech ni Sara Duterte it's more or less stayed the same parang may mga singit-singit lang parang very very minute detail na nag-expound sila ng konti to add to their platform if you want to call it a platform so just to illustrate the privilege of a survey front runner they don't need to adjust kasi everyone else is trying to keep up with them. So sila steady lang habang yung ibang campaigns mm. are tweaking their messaging, tweaking their delivery. Tapos gusto ko lang i-add doon kay VP Lenny. It, parang to me, it's not so much a counter, but it's also an acknowledgement that the unity message does work. Um, mm. Kasi napag-alaman din nga natin na parang based on studies held last year pa, people are really, it resonates with them because people are tired of bangayan in mm. politics. So, kaya gumagana yung... And, and we, we see that parang sa speeches, Jairo, di ba? Nagsistart. And then, yung ad featuring Piolo Pascual, parang dun talaga na, kumbaga, reclaiming the unity narrative. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Oo nga pala. Okay. Third and last question from Laurel Pop Balcarce. Ano yung napansin nyo sa candidate, sa rally, at sa supporters simula nung unang araw ng campaign? May pagbabago at improvement ba or pareho lang? Hmm... Well, I guess, for me, yung biggest impact of a rally na nakita natin, yung kay VP Lenny talaga. Like, if there's any... I think she's... Did Pia stop moving? Yeah, I, I, yeah, think, I think so. Internet problem. Hit up signal. Anyway, just to add to Pia's point lang with regarding VP Lenny's campaign, I think napansin ko, since naga naman talaga nung kanyang campaign rally no February 8, nung start ng national campaign, um, yeah, yung kick-off, Marami naman ang pumunta, pero yung momentum kasi nakatulong sa kanya na in every province or town na puntahan niya, mamoth crowd talaga yung lumasalubong sa kanya, di ba? And recently yung Pampanga, 220,000 yung pumunta. It's the largest so far na pink rally na pinuntahan niya or people's rally na inorganize niya. Tapos napansin ko din, yung changes dun sa, sa mga taong pupunta sa kanya is that yung numbers continuously increasing and parang may competition talaga each time among areas, di ba? Parang, ano, tawag dito. Instead na natak- natatakot nga yung ibang supporters niya na baka hindi na matop yung Pasig Laban na may 150,000, na may 100 plus thousand attendees, pero eventually natatalo rin siya. Natatalo rin nung other campaign rally. So, yun yung so far yung changes with VP Lenny. Inject ko lang kay Caliodi. Si Caliodi nagre-retain naman. Retain yung kanyang messaging, yung kanyang house to house. Saka compared to other candidates kasi syempre si Caliodi, hindi kasi yan, wala kasi yan sobrang laking machinery. 
and pera para mag-organize ng mga malalaking events. So, siya talaga yung pupunta sa mga areas na sinasalubong niya talaga kapag may pagkakataon yung kanyang mga supporters at umaten siya ng mga labor-related forums, pati mga student forums. So, masali din siya. Yung, ah, uh, okay. Yung, uh, yung one wants to continue. What you were saying kanina. Yung naman yung, ano ko, na parang the rallies are, are a big deal. But I think nasagot naman yun ni Jairo. Yung sa Uniteam, ito yung napansin ko. Kasi nga, parang more or less unchanged sila, di ba? As the survey frontrunners, nangunguna sa race based on surveys. I noticed this especially when they started campaigning in Laguna, yung, yung ako na-cover, na parang kung dati, very minimal lang yung focus on the artists, on entertainment. Parang starting Laguna and maybe one or two sorties before that, doon na sila nag-start magdala ng celebrity endorsers nila, celebrity performers, most notable being Andrew E., who sings the campaign jingle of Sara Duterte. Parang mababaw siya tignan, pero I think it's also a response to yung bashing on, or yung criticism on social media na parang ang tumal, parang ang, ang sad naman tignan ng crowd nyo, parang hindi sila hyped up, di ba? Parang, so that's where you bring the entertainers to make people, you know, to to hype them up before the speech of the candidate actually begins or in between the speech to the candidate. So parang from then on, nakita ko yung dumadami na yung performers, nagiging, and, and, and this, it's funny to me, because I remember before, people were criticizing the Rubrendo campaign na parang, ano ba yan? Puro singer, puro artista, parang concert. Tapos parang later, ano, kita mo rin all the other campaigns are actually like beefing up their entertainer lineup, parang emphasizing na, okay, ito kakampi namin, nasa campaign din namin. So yun, yun yung interesting for me, na parang ayaw nyo dati, pero eventually bumigay din naman tayo. Yung kay Isko pala, I, I was, I forgot to say, yung isang nagbago sa campaign rally niya recently, he brought his family out for the first time. And yun, sobrang big deal yun. Kasi even sa lahat ng elections na sinalihan niya, like mayor, mayoral elections, or in Manila, he never put his family in the public eye. As in, sobrang protect niya sa family niya. So when he had that big rally that drew 80,000 people in Manila, which is his bailiwick, of course, so parang show of force siya. Ang galing na parang, wow, his, four out of his five kids, yung isa daw kasi nag- Medyo choppy city. Homework pa kaya hindi nakapunta. Pero I mean, you know, to see them there and wow, like... Okay, I think just to add to what Pia was saying, no, parang yung interesting din yung, yung slowly but surely bringing out their campaign assets in the form of either celebrity endorsers, entertainers, or yung know, their family members, right? Kasi parang I saw a comment on Twitter like, Kritiko Pangilinan, Sharon Cuneta talaga is the you know number one endorser and in one of the most effective, not even the proxy, di ba? Parang pinaka-effective na pang-hype, um, pang-bit-bit kay Senator Pangilinan sa campaign. Saka Donnie. Saka si Donnie. Ah, Donnie din. Huwag oh. natin kalimutan si Donnie Pangilinan. Pilang nasira ang Twitter nung lumabas siya. Um, About the celebrity talk, tutuhugin ko na rin ang aking ano, very celebrity-oriented na VP candidate na si Tito Soto. We talked about how may snowball talaga ng mga artista, di ba? You see the snowball of artists when it comes to Isko Moreno, to uh, Bongbong Marcos, to uh, Lenny Robredo. Pero ito kay Tito Soto, very static. Palaging itbulaga. Yun naman kasi talaga ang pinakasikat niyang kakilala eh. Pero walang growth when it comes to that. As in, mataas naman talaga. Top tier ang itbulaga. Talagang every time they go out, napakaraming tao. Pero when it comes to the question na may growth ba, meron bang anything that spices it up, wala masyado. At 
ito naman kay Luxon, ito rin yung relationship of the candidate with the supporters kasi syempre parang it's a feedback loop din. Si Luxon nagsalita sa the other day saying na yung mga supporters ko speak out, huwag kayong tahimik. Napapansin din kasi niya, I suspect, na yung mga supporters ng ibang candidates, sobrang vocal. For example, VP Lenny, Bongbong Marcos, talagang sila'y nag-aaway. Even Isko Moreno, ang sipag nila sa mga comment section, makikita mo. Even Pacquiao, yung mga comments, pero Ping Luxon, hindi masyado maingay. Social media, kahit sa rally, hindi sila ganun ka ra-ra-ra. Wala ka makikita masyadong super creative posters for Ping as compared to others. So there is this, I'm not sure it's, if it's a cry for help, but an urge urging of the candidate to the supporters to channel your energy. Pero paano may yung magagawa, di ba? Kung wala kang this same gathering of artists, entertainers as others. There's it bulaga, but it bulaga can take you only as far. Parang tone setting kasi siya, di ba? Na parang we're here to have fun. So, yung supporters mo rin, mag-have fun. Kahit na, I mean, I know people will say na, ah, pumunta lang sila para sa artista, whatever. Pero, I mean, I don't think that's true for all of the rallies na pumunta lang sila para sa entertainer. Kasi ang hirap ha, parang ewan ko sa mga nagko-comment dito, kung nakapunta na ba kayo ng political rally, hindi siya madali kung supporter ka lang. I mean, kung wala kang VIP pass or whatever, hindi pong pipila ka ng ilang oras, ulan, araw. Parang hindi siya, hindi ko gagawin yon kahit sa pinakapabulito kong banda. <laughs> like, I, like, if I go there, it has to be driven by something deeper. Because <laughs> it's really not, it's not, a walk in the park. Anyway, sorry, nag-aside lang ako doon kasi may nag-comment na artista lang yung pinupunta. Ayun. Ayun kay Senator Pacquiao, actually, um, recent lang din yung entertainer. Like, literally, nag-e-entertain. Kasi before, si Annabel Rama naman has always been there for him. Although, nakita natin recently nga, di ba, si Rufo May Quinto, nandun na rin sa kanyang event sa Dumaguete. So, yun, parang mm-hmm. in-embrace niya na rin yun. Even if before, parang sinabi niya, ayaw ko na concert or ayaw niya mag-hold ng mga malalaking rally, but wala eh. I think yung last month talaga, yun yung nag-isang sa change sa mga rallies niya na talagang nagkaroon siya ng parang grand rally kusang tinatanggap siya, unlike before, na he's doing market visits or community visits, puro gano'n. I think next question. Next question. Ayan, next question. Ay, okay. Ano next ibig sabihin question. ni Julius Provido? Exempted ba daw tayo sa fact-check? <laughs> We wish. We don't wish. Of course not. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I'm not sure what they mean or ibibang sabihin like hindi ba, hindi ba tayo pinapakas parang gano'n? Or exempted tayo sa pag-fact-check ng mga sinasabi sa, hindi. sa event? Oh, hindi. Tayo, hindi kami exempted. Hindi. Actually, when, Tsaka, when a candidate says a lie, kailangan sabihin sa report, di ba? Or yung yeah. context nun. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where where it comes in handy to be the embedded reporter. I think yun yung hindi siguro, like not everyone understands, na when you go to authority, ideally, hindi ka lang pupunta doon na, tada, I'm here, I'm gonna cover you, and dito yung accreditation ID ko, ganyan, cover na kita kung anong sino kumanta, sino anong sinabi. Hindi, dapat pagdating mo doon, may bit-bit ka ng knowledge, kumbaga. Bukod sa the usual things like yung voting record ng probinsya or ng city na yun, ay yung track record ng politician na yun in, in that area. Parang dala mo rin yung mga, kon, mga kahit hindi ka expert sa mga, sa, sa lahat ng mga, sa lahat ng major issues, at least may, may inkling ka sa mga nangyayari. Para kung may sinabi yung kandidato na kinakover mo, is parang tama ba tong sinasabi niya? At least may bit-bit ka ng fact-check and if all else fails, edi mag-google ka. Kaso yun nga, minsan walang signal sa rally eh. So, 
Pray to God na lang na Lord. Bigyan mo ko ng info. Kung iniisip niya kung tayo ba exempted sa fact-checking, I mean, kung pina-fact-check din ba yung claims ng Rappler, oo naman, I mean, may mga media monitoring ano naman, organizations like the CMFR, the Center for Media Freedom and Responsibility, nandiyan naman yung NJP, Philippine Press Institute, and other media guilds and organizations who, if they think, para may mali kami sinabi, they can raise it up. Saka, within Rappler, meron kaming, yun, integrity to check each other if, they, if we think na parang ah, baka mali yung figures, baka mali yung ganito, yung context na ganyan. So, meron mga inputs within. So, hindi kami exempted per se sa fact-checking because fact-checkers kami. Tao din naman kami and in journalists, hindi naman yan foolproof. So, yeah. Open naman kami sa ganyan. Kaya rin kami may group chat kasi kunwari, hindi ko naman memoryado yung progress ng mga batas So, kung may mga ganong usapin, itatag ko si Rambor, si Mara, na parang, o oh, ano bang status ng batas na to? Ganyan. Kung hindi ako satisfied sa Google search mo. So, eh, we help each other out based on our beats and our expertise also. Yun. Siguro, dagdag ko lang dun, no? Uh, hindi lang naman Rappler yung fact-checker, eh. <laughs> yung ibang news organizations din naman nagpa-fact-check. So, I guess, um, just have to put it out there. Okay. So, may dagdag pa ba our next question? Next question. Okay, sige, ito. From Jaira Rojas. Sino kaya ito? Char. I really... Or personal. I really wanna know, anong nafe-feel ng reporters kapag merong heartwarming moment like Kiko and the Farmers or funny moment like Isko doing two joint sign or weird moment like Mocha suddenly going on stage? Nadidistract ba sila while reporting? How do they handle it? Ako, na distract yeah. ako. <laughs> Nakaka-distract kasi syempre, well actually, hindi naman distracting in the sense that yung mga pangyayari na yun, it's part of your job to report. It's more of parang, you have to parang contain your emotions enough to report on it. Yun talaga yung parang i-gather mo yung thoughts mo na, uy, uy, nandiyan siya sa stage. So, paano ko ipapackage to? Paano ko siya ibabalita? Ano yung context? Parang kinagather mo na yung facts dun sa head mo. So, yun, yun lang. It just takes a, little, a few seconds na to realize na, ah, get your act together, you need to report this, and paano mo i-report. Pero yung sa two joints, at alam mo talagang, I can't help but matatawa ka talaga eh. Kasi parang, when you see an old lady doing two joints, di ba? Parang, ang cute eh. Di parang, oh, parang, gusto talaga niya gawin yung hand sign na yun. Baka hindi niya gets na yung connotation parang drug use, right? But she's doing it kasi supporter siya, or naaliw siya kay score for whatever reason, di ba? Parang may reasons naman siya for that. So, ano, talagang we, we're human, so we also feel amusement. And normal naman yun. Actually, part of the joy of covering campaign trail yun eh. Kasi there are very human elements to it, right? Kasi in the end, you're talking about a person and someone wooing Filipinos. And people will will naturally react to that person in very spontaneous ways. And yun nga yung the best moments to capture, yung mga spontaneous, yung descriptive. Yun yung pinaka-magagandang storya. Ang ganda. I think nasagot ni Pia lahat ng gusto nating sabihin. Diba? <laughs> Let's go to one. the next question. <laughs> Ang kasunod ay, it would be awesome if the reporters could share some preconceived ideas or opinions that they had about the candidates they're following that were either disproved or reinforced as they followed him or her throughout the campaign trail. Mga impression, nagbago ba? Na-reinforce? Hirap nito ang tanong, no? Kasi parang sinusubukan nilang, anong bias nyo? Baka gamitin laban sa atin. Pero hindi naman ganun, eh. Magandang tanong. This is a really good question. Siguro ako, I'll start. Yeah. Yung notion ng kay Senator Pacquiao, 
yung di ba yung mga tao usually would say na parang wala na mo experience yan or pakiaw or alam lang niya boxing mm-hmm. um, yung mga ganong naiisip tungkol sa kanya na break talaga yun lahat eh kasi of course we reporters aside from our personal you know um, whatever yun man naiisip namin pinapakinggan din namin yung sinasabi ng iba so yun talaga actually nakita naman natin yung sa mga nakita ko sa mga rallies at sa mga debate na may bubuga si Senator Pacquiao at alam niya kung anong sinasabi niya and in some instances actually kapag nakausap yung campaign team niya sometimes they would say na actually idea niya yan eh hindi yan idea ng advisor or whatever siya lang talaga nag-isip niyan dahil nga based dun sa experience niya he knows actually what he wants to do so parang parang ganun sa akin dagdag ko lang kay ano kay Leody akala ko kasi si Italiodi kasi I covered him in 2019 pero ano lang wala wala kaming hindi ganto kadalas ang coverage wala lang na-realize ko lang na may soft side siya nakakatawa siya humorous siya sa person saka cool siya medyo ano siya millennial gen z tatay siya ganun kasi medyo bata medyo bata pa yung mga tatay niya kasi yung campaign niya mga millennials gen z din so nakikinig siya Kay Vipi Lenny naman, I think ang na-break na preconception ko sa kanya, kasi hindi ko siya kalala personally before. I mean, until now din naman. Pero kakala kasi talaga dati, since 2016 when she was selected as the vice president, parang prof na teacher na serious, ganyan, na parang, alam mo yun, mga bata, ganyan. Pero hindi pala, like, years ago, diba, pakikita natin yung cool side niya. Kanina nga, diba, sabi niya parang, shut down siya after elections. O sumasayaw siya, at least two times na siyang sumasayaw sa Mindoro. Tapos kanina, sumayaw siya ng, ano, ng panglaw. Hindi ko alam yung tawag doon, pero like something traditional dance sa kamasbate. So, lumalabas yung co-side niya. Even, even, hindi naman other, ano eh, even other candidates naman, lumalabas yung co-side nila as, as elections approach. Ano mo si Isko, na, na-surprise ako dun sa pagka-nerdy niya on certain things. Like, ano kasi yung perception natin kay Isko, parang, cool kid, yung kasi guapo, so I guess we don't expect him to be much of an intellectual. I mean, diba, like, usually beauty lang, parang brains, wala. But, ano siya, nerd siya, actually. Parang, grabe siya maghanap ng terms na parang, like, low-earth orbit satellite. Like, who thinks of that? And then, apparently, parang, when I talk to his advisors, palagi siyang, he, he would ask for someone to buy him a book from the States, and yung pinabili sa kanyang chief of staff before, all about agroponics, kasi, yung plan doon niya, gagawin niyang parang full of uh, plants yung mga parks sa Manila. Tapos gusto niya, how do you give water to those plants na with less manpower? Yung nag-research talaga siya. Tapos parang he has the bandwidth to talk about super technical things. And doon ako na-surprise and na-impressed rin na, wow, parang this guy really does his research. And I guess it doesn't strike, parang maybe it's wrong for us to think na just because artista, nag-artista before na, Um, ganun lang siya. Hindi talaga. Parang that, in that sense, he will really prove you wrong. I think next question. Sige. Yeah, ano. Okay. Next question from these campus. How do they avoid or how do we avoid being emotionally attached to the candidate they're following? Especially since they witness emotional moments. Parang how does being assigned to a candidate affect or influence our own, our own votes? Madali lang naman, nabibisit rin tayo sa kanila minsan eh. <laughs> no, the longer you spend time with people, the more that, you know, parang the closeness, whether it's not actual personal closeness, parang you, you get to see also yung mga, you get to peeve each other sometimes, so. Mm. Well, siguro you can see through them, yun na yun, di ba? Yeah, yeah. So parang pag may friend ka nga eh, 
pag may mali siyang ginagawa, di ba? Like, di mo naman siya kakampihan or whatever. I mean, saan, oo. Medyo ka. Oo. Hindi, saka, ako ko. Ah, sige, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like, nung nag-switch to Lenny yung mga supporters, yung ibang supporters ni Isko, I mean, syempre, as someone who's known that candidate for a while, and you know how much, you know, like, every support means to him, nakakasad din yung mga ganun. Like, hindi mo ma- maiwasan na, parang, oh, setback to, parang, may, may mabigat na feeling. And, yeah. I guess, parang, it's part of when you're covering someone's journey, and, you know, parang, and you as a person, you can relate to that person and how it must feel for them to be back to a corner or diba, parang medyo may sense of betrayal. You can't help but empathize with them, right? So, sa akin, ganun. But does it affect our stories? No. I don't think na just no. because you <laughs> feel emotion or you can relate to someone na automatically parang your story will be biased for them. I think meron namang mga set of standards yung journalist na you know, report both sides. May mga golden rules naman na we follow na even if we're human too, we still make sure that our stories say every every side. Okay. Next question. Are the candidates the same as the image they want to project? Siguro simulan natin kay Jairo. <laughs> yeah, I think oh naman. Kasi like, kalimbawa sa ano, sa campaign ni Caliodi, wala siya, walang, walang halong pretensions. I mean, mahirap talaga. Hindi eh, na siya mahirap kasi yun yung problema noong una, di ba? Parang nababash pa siya na parang may kaya naman doon pala si Caliodi. Maganda yung bahay niya. May corgi siya, di ba? Tapos parang ang ganda ng bahay nila. Ang ganda ng interior. Ang social ng Boche Buena nila sa Kamedya Noche. Parang, hello guys. Parang nagsasabing mahirap si Caliodi. Hindi naman porket labor organizer. Mahirap na. Ang ang project ng image in the first place ay pro-Filipino, pro-labor. So that doesn't mean na yun, papanggap siya and pretentious siya. With VP Lenny naman, I think same naman, yung nanay image na pinoportray niya, same pa rin naman, end of campaign, ganun naman talaga siya, ganun siya magsalita. Yung ano, kung paano, madidistinguish mo kasi yun eh, kung may kaharap siyang supporters and wala. Lalo na kapag nag-FB live siya, kasi yung mga days na nag-FB live siya, di ba? <laughs> Minsan, wala lang, out of nothing, mag-FB live siya, uh, kamusta niya yung mga tao, mag-share siya ng mga ganap sa buhay niya. Tapos kung paano siya magsalita doon, Ganun na siya magsalita and ganun niya rin i-address ng mga tao sa paligid niya. So, yeah, very natural naman sila. Same with Isko. Parang the person naman he projects to the public is the same persona. Pero siguro yung kay Isko lang, very apparent na iniiba niya yung demeanor niya depending on his audience. So, pag kaharap niya AB, mas naging English siya. At nakikita nga natin, may, may bad grammar siya minsan. Nanamin naman niya na may bad grammar siya. Pag-i-front Uh, CDE, ano talaga, very, you know, using his, his streets lang, nagtatagalog, malalim na Tagalog, uh, yung mga medyo crass na, na jokes niya, sinasabi niya. So, but do I, do, do I think this is some sort of pretension? Um, I think hindi naman because I think all candidates naman, even every person, right, We when we talk to someone, medyo in-adjust natin yung ating attitude or yung personality natin depending on who we're talking to. So, But I think he's not naman lying about who he is. I don't think he's putting on a, some sort of image that he sheds off-cam. Kasi nakita namin pag wala na yung camera, for example, mag-ambush interview, tapos-tapos na yung, yung interview. Ano pa rin eh, parang hindi naman nagbago yung demeanor niya or uh, ano pa rin siya, hindi naman siya parang umaalis sa, sa side and hindi na kami pinapansin. Hindi naman siya ganun. Si Marcos ba? Think, 
like we'll no oh, I think what we'll learn I think the best test of yung true quote unquote na na ugali ng isang politician or, or a candidate is when hindi na sila politician because um, mm. I've come to learn na parang even if they feel comfortable around you because you're familiar to them because you're, you're media that's covered them for years parang may, may meron at merong wall yan because at the end of the day your job is to report about them um, and sometimes that de- demeanor changes when the person retires or is formally out of the public eye so yun yung interesting kung anong kung sino sila kung hindi na sila kailangan mangampanya ever add ko rin dito sa true image actually very philosophical to no parang you don't really even <laughs> people diba sometimes I, i don't remember the quote pero parang i think there was this when you ask someone um who are you really even they don't know who they are I have to be alone to know who I am. There are such quotes in books that I read. But in campaigns, I think the candidates show slivers of truth and who they are yeah. in moments of crisis. In moments of crisis, mm-hmm. when things are falling apart, when things aren't going their way, then you can see that the image is crumbling. How are you going to adjust, adjust a positive image if you leave your party? For Laxon, I saw that he left the reform. He said that he was broken. Yeah. Kita sa kanyang mata, parang ganyan siguro itsura ni Senator Lacson kung talaga nasasaktan siya. I think meron din moments of, may raw moments din si Isko dito, Pia, di ba dun sa IM Pilipinas, may nakita akong ganun. Parang, ah, that looks like what Isko is when vulnerable siya. And I think ganun din mm-hmm. sa ibang adato. Oh, yung yellow third comment niya, di ba, nung kay Lenny. I think that was a vulnerable moment for him. Yeah. Is there another Ah, Senator Pacquiao, same lang din naman na what you see, parang what you see is what you get <laughs> sa, mga, sa mga speeches niya, ganyan. Although syempre kapag may speech, sometimes parang naiiyak siya. Although question yun kung on cue ba yun or nafe-feel niya talaga. Although sinasabi naman niya na, na natitiri idol talaga siya pag naiiyak siya. I mean kapag natitiri idol talaga siya kapag naalala niya yung times na mahirap siya. Although actually surprising yung ibang tao, hindi nila alam na mahirap pala si Senator Pacquiao before. Ngayon lang nila nalaman dahil sa campaign. So, so yun, um, genuine naman siya in terms of really wanting to help. And even others actually saw that. Um, P.P. Lenny saw that. So yun, say lang. Okay, so next question na tayo. From just be yourself underscore 21. Ano ang ginagawa ng candidates at paano sila naghahanda bago sila magsalita sa harap ng mga tao? Naging big deal din yung paggamit ng teleprompter sa mga shorty at sinasabi na fake yung mga sinasabi nila. Oh, sino nagte-teleprompter sa shorty? Kolo <laughs> yan. I think Is si Lenny sa mga really really big ones. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know. And then you need you Yeah, si Unity team also sa mga really really big na sorties. And I hope people don't see this as shade, but there's really no need for a teleprompter for most of their sorties kasi nga stump speech sila all the time. It doesn't it really doesn't change. It doesn't tweak depende sa sa local na issues or whatever. So, there's no real need for that. But you'll see it from time to time sa mga sobrang malaking event nila. May actually malaking nga hindi nga maliit minsan may may teleprompter there somewhere. Sa akin, ano, so far kay VP Lenny, na na-cover ko siya, Carla, Mabaysiha, Kamanava, wala naman ako nakita ng teleprompter. Siguro may mga instances lang talaga na nagka-teleprompter sila. And that doesn't mean na hindi sila magaling or fake yung sinasabi nila. Kasi teleprompter, most of the time, is there to guide yung sinasabi ng tao. And at the same time, for the organizers to limit the speech time, yung speaking time ng, ng candidates, para organize din yung thoughts, saka ground din yung message dun sa 
idea na pinoportray. So, okay, sa akin, personally, hindi naman sa super big deal kasi wala lang. Teleprompter din naman yun. At the same, saka ano, at the end of the day, mahalaga pa rin naman yung platform nila kung na, na ibibigay ba nila sa mga tao na, na ipapahig din ng maayos. So, kung walang platform, tapos nagte-teleprompter, eh, ewan ko na lang. Feels ko never siya nag... Wala siyang teleprompter anything like that. And wala siyang written down pag, pag ano, campaign speech. Pero nung kanyang launch of presidential bid sa sa Manila, mayroon lang siyang notes. Actually, parang pinicture pa kanyang notes yung sinad niya. Na parang, ano lang, parang bullet points. And then, handwritten. So, obviously, like, he had written it lang, like, a few hours siguro before. Hindi niya pinaprint out or anything. Pero kasi si Isko, sanay na siya sa public speaking eh. Like, we know his showbiz career. So, I guess, um, part of that, nahasa na niya yung ganong kind of projection na he doesn't really need any parang written script or whatever. Pero alam niyo, interesting din yan. I think talaga merong premium sa mga voters na ayaw nilang may script. I think it's an age of authenticity of being raw. And yeah. I guess, magta-translate din ata yan sa kanilang campaign kung tatanggalin nila in the future. Pero kasi talagang, totoo naman, we can all agree na valid naman ang teleprompter. Pero kung butante ka, napakadaling ma-misinform na, ano ba yan, nandadaya siya. So hindi totoo yung kanya sinasabing mahal niya ako kasi nakasulat doon na mahal niya yeah. ako. But that's the I thing think, though. Even, but even impromptu speeches, pinag-usapan din, I mean, hindi naman siguro yan na gumising lang yung kandidato tapos di ba parang syempre magkakausapin din niya yung mga kasama niya na parang always sabihin di ba parang hindi na magpapaalam hindi na kailangan ng clearance pero syempre mag-heads up ka man lang sa comms team mo um, diba? sa manager mo especially if you're if you plan to siguro change or tweak your messaging syempre kailangan on board yung campaign team so it's not I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't impute insincerity right away to the use of prepared speeches or teleprompter. Tsaka kung pangulo ka naman, prepared naman yung mga speeches mo, except the incumbent one. But um, <laughs> normally, a president's speeches are prepared. Saka ano, add ko lang, may nag-comment yata, sabi, meron teleprompter sila, so feeling namin, hindi sincere kasi sarili mong kwento, hindi mo kapisado. I don't think gumagamit siya ng teleprompter that much kasi in fact, in every rally niya, na yung mga speech niya, tinatranscribe pa yon ng team niya and then sinesend sa mga reporters covering her. So I don't think nagte-teleprompter siya kasi kung nagte-teleprompter siya, edi sana sinesend na lang yung copy ng speech in advance, di ba? Just like yung presidential bureau na nagsesend ng copy ng speech ng presidente. So I don't think, ano yun, teleprompter yon Saka yun nga, sabi ni Bea, hindi naman porket nagte-teleprompter, hindi na sincere. Baka naman gusto lang ng ano, you know, organized ideas. Saka pinagmimitingan nila yung mga sinasabi na hindi naman pwedeng okay bet kung umano dito, humanash dito about pageantry and about <laughs> agriculture, di ba? Yun lang. Pero I think mahalaga yung binanggit ni Bea na for the past six years, we've been put in front of a president who does mm. not follow the teleprompter. So parang na-prime din sila na, hmm, I'm not sure. Oh. I think that that's a piece to be written. I think Pia, joke. Naalala ko nga sa pag-campaign ni Duterte, the only intervention that his team would make is to tell his daughter, si Kitty, na pumunta sa stage, sabihin sa tayo, uy, stop, mag-short, or parang, uy, sabihin mo to, i-thank you mo si Mayor, ganyan. Yan lang. Hindi na lang makontrol si Duterte yung sinasabi niya. Parang kahit kahapon kay Duterte sa Buena Vista, one of the aides had to remind him to mention certain names ng senatorial candidates ata. Kasi off-tangent ng off-tangent. So, 
Baka, baka yun din yeah, yung dahilan. Benta, benta yun sa mga, sa mga voters. Yung mga interruptions, no? Na parang, oh, parang ay, oh, kailangan po siya interrupt kasi ang sarap-sarap niya na, na parang napapasarap siya sa kwentuhan. Ganun. Maybe that explains the fascination and obsession with teleprompters bigla in 2022. Maybe. Kasi parang hindi naman yung issue no 2016. Wala naman pakialam yung mga tao sa teleprompter. The next question, I think, very valid. Because I, I, I think it's a fact na when it's a presidential race, people tend to forget the senatorial race. Or not not forget, pero na-overlook natin. Kasi nga, ang parang oh. sinusundan natin yung standard bearers na mga lineups, di ba? So, not a question, but I hope you produce TLDR content regarding mm-hmm. senatorial candidates. I think I think um, the research team or our colleagues are working on this nga. Kasi admittedly, yun nga, ang hirap talaga to keep track. Mm. of the Senate bets kasi nga you have the presidential and vice presidential candidates. Which isn't to say tama yun kasi super important din ang Senate composition mm-hmm. coming Congress. And the House as well. Pero, pero pitch ko na rin na Rappler Talk or na-interview ko lahat ng senatorials late ni Isko Moreno except for si uh, si Sen- Secretary John Castellone. So check that out. Um, those are the actual senatorial. <laughs> Sana <laughs> all kinakausap ng Senate late. <laughs> Okay, next question from Aika. To be read okay. by Aika. This is from at Katiefer, Katiefer. Security and bouncers, are they shouldered by the candidates? Shouldered meaning sila nagbabayad? Yes. Yes, di ba? Sila nagbabayad. Hindi <laughs> yung alam ko. Anong gusto, anong gusto nila na inside? It depends. It depends. Kung, kung government-issued yung sahod nun, kung police or tama, di ba? Kung police or military, syempre may, may sahod siya from AFP, mm. ENB. Yes. Pero kung gusto ng kandidato pigyan ng allowances, yeah, extra, syempre, mm. pera niyo na yun. Hindi yun, hindi yun, private money na dapat nila yun. Yung, um, is the At question like, ano? where do they, where do they come go, from? Go, go. <laughs> yun ba yung tanong? Where do the security come from? Who pays for them? I think it's just who pays for their service. <laughs> Nakakatawin security and bouncers. Bouncers. Nasa party. Yan. Club. <laughs> Bar. Club may maximum kasi yan eh. May maximum na i-assign ng police. Pero Mm-mm, more than yeah. that and usually more than that. May sarili silang mga pinakakatiwalaan yeah. na may retired. May uh, private. Yeah. 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 In, in the case of Sarah Duterte, obviously may PSG. Yun lang yung difference mm. siguro sa amin. May, yeah. sa, sa campaign that we cover, there's always PSG because Sarah Duterte. When Sarah Duterte is there, uh-huh. My next question, na, gusto nyo, ma- answer the easy okay. question. This one is, how are the supporters? Do they feel safe going around, especially in a place of the close rival? I think they, they're trying to ask kung may sa bailiwick ng iba, ng kalaban, do they feel safe? May threaten ba? Siguro depende sa candidate. Kasi yung si, si Calio, di nga, kung nag-a-hostal siya, nakakasalubong yung mga supporters si Vipi Lenny, niyayakap pa siya, di ba? Tapos, uh, in Iloilo, mm-hmm. I think, may video pa yon na nagkakampaign si Walden and then si, si Liodi, tapos chinier pa sila nung, nung Robredo supporters. I think it depends on the candidate and the place of where mm-hmm. they're campaigning for or campaigning Depends. Si Isko naman, ano may rule siya na anyone can campaign in Manila So, I mean, Lenny has had uh, a rant there, right? I think even in Tondo, where where si Isko, parang dun siya, di ba? He grew up there. So, wala namang issue in terms of my candidate. I mean, the candidate I cover. So, I don't know about the rest. Like, sa Ilocos Norte, issue ba yan? 
Si Senator Pacquiao nga sa Ilocos, I mean, nagpunta siya ng, ng solid north. Sinabi pa niya na wala namang solid north eh. <laughs> meron pa siyang pagkanoon. But I guess meron talaga rin namang small percentages in some areas na bailiwik ng iba na supporter kay Senator Pacquiao. And yun nga na, mention mo Bea, kan- ay Bea, Pia kanina na yung sa Tondo, nagpunta rin doon si Senator Pacquiao recently. Oh. And dami rin talagang tao. And I think parang, well, di naman sila bothered na area siya ni, ni Manila oh. Mayor Escobar. Eh, no? But you know, they're just there supporting Senator Pacquiao. Actually, medyo marami may numbers din. Maganda yung next okay. question, Pia. Oh, next question. Direct message to Bea from Chino. Who do you think among the journalists has the most exhausting trail? <laughs> I think Hands Robredo down. Robredo. Oh, Robredo and uh, Robredo and Marcos. <laughs> differently. You, you, Pero kasi feeling ah, exhausting okay, yung kay Lian. Exhausting yeah. yung kay Lian. Kasi just because of the so much more effort you need to to expand, yeah. to get the same information from the media relations team, di ba? Para mahirap yeah. na yung campaign trail, tapos pinapahirapan pa yung mga reporters. Ulaan mo ko sa kapupunta niya. Ay, totoo yun. Oh, Hindi yun exaggeration. Ulaan po. So, malaking pasalamat sa mga parallel uh, Facebook groups at parallel social media accounts ng <laughs> mga kandidato namin. Kasi doon namin nalalaman minsan yung schedule. So, yun. Kabalik na naman for Mara covering Robredo kasi mm-hmm. kay Vipi Lenny sa isang araw parang apat lima yung pupuntahan niya na iba at ibang place for, for Tarlac siguro mga apat na bayan different so yung mga times na nag-uusap-usap na rin yung reporters na skip na natin yung ganyang event kasi parang mm-hmm. itaabot sa next event or nakakapagod pahinga tayo sa glat niya so differently mahirap siya mm. oh ganun din kay Isko eh like he would yun, hit like three towns villages Cause you really have to skip one kasi magsusulat ka pa kasi mag-aambush si Isko sa umaga so diba pero pupunta na siya sa motorcade kasi minsan chopper pa tapos ikaw land travel ka lang so 3 hours yun pero siya 15 minutes lang so yeah pero hands down talaga Mara or Lian yung pinaka-exhausting campaign trail sige next question okay DM na so, naman sa akin this is from Nikki Para sa akin pala yung tanong. What's the craziest thing you've seen in BBM rallies? I don't know what you mean by crazy. Um, pero siguro yung sobrang tumatak sa utak ko. Yung recent na tinuhog ko yung Marawi sorties ni BBM tsaka ni Lenny Robredo. Pero yung mas dumikit sa utak ko yung kay BBM because as, as you might already know by now, the Lanaudels were incumbents, endorsed him. Tas yung, yung, pero yung mas striking sa akin, may sa parang sa gymnasium ng ng Marawi sa bleachers may mga youth Moro youth na may dala silang banner na parang iba-ibang banners actually parang BBM Marcos pa rin BBM forever and it just struck me uh, because knowing the history of the Bangsa Moro of of Muslim Mindanao under the martial law years so parang ano lang ang striking lang noon to see na parang uh, oh, okay this is what what the sentiment of some uh, youth are. And then the next day, uh, nung si Lenny Robredo, VP Lenny naman nag-campaign sa Marawi, may may malaking banner naman na inahanda yung mga supporters niya doon na I might pronounce this wrong, Maratbat, Maratbat, parang Moro in English, parang where is your dignity, where is your honor? Um, kasi malaking, fact, malaking component yun ng um, Maranao culture, yung honor, yung pride. So, yun na, parang yung contrasting images na yun, na parang 
you know, uh, this uh, a campaign of supporters struggling to hold on to memory of their memories of ancestors, and then this one, naman, Marcos Parin. So, mm. yes, yun. Okay, next question. Um, DM to ni Kiko kay Jairo. Ano ang eating habits ng candidates? <laughs> oh my God, ang cute. Actually, so random. siguro. Kay Senator Pacquiao actually, kasi di ba parang ano siya, very athletic siya. Tapos ngayon, top athlete siya eh. Yes. Tapos, syempre ngayon, parang hindi na siya talaga masyadong nakaka-workout. Well, obviously kasi, pagkatapos, anong oras ka na matatapos ang kampanya, may meeting ka pa, tapos anong oras ka gigising the following day. No? So, hindi na siya nakaka-workout. So, yung naalala ko talaga na very striking for me was, sometimes wala siyang choice but to eat rice. Kasi, um, kunwari ni Budel Fry. What a struggle. Ito ba Budel Fry? Tapos yung parang gagana na siya. Tapos parang tinignan niya yung rice yung nakuha niya. Kinain niya na lang. Oh my gosh, kasi salay siya sa healthy living. Kasi I remember one kwento. Although hindi ko ito nakita sa campaign trail yet. I remember one kwento parang apparently yung head of security niya, um, sometimes tinignan talaga siya sa site, tapos sinasabihan siya na, boss, tama na. Ibig sabihin, wag na daw siya kamayin. <laughs> Kasi nga, so, so yun, Senator. Oh my God. Si Isko naman, ano siya, he survives on coffee. Grabing coffee addict siya. Oh man. Tapos palagi, ano, palagi siya may hawak na Starbucks. Tapos, syempre yung Starbucks na yun, palagi may message from the barista na, your may salamat. Parang cute nga eh. Parang siguro he can collect all of those those cups and like all of the messages. Pero sabi naman yung ng kanyang campaign managers dito Benayo, apparently he is co and Duterte both never touch alcohol. Like they don't drink wine, beer, or anything alcoholic. Pero si Isko daw can eat sinigang every day. So ganun daw. Mahilig daw siya sa sinigang. Yun lang. <laughs> Ako, hindi ko kasi hindi ko pa kasi nakasabay kumain si Kalyo or Summer. Pero I think kumain naman siya ng regular food. Kasi Vitti Lenny, ito kumakain naman siya ng... Kumakain siya sa fast ano food, di ba? Parang last time nga, medyo nag-viral yung post na kumakain siya sa Army Navy. Social media has a... Di ba? Yeah. So, kumakain siya normal food, pareho. Yan lang. <laughs> May abag ko. Okay. Hindi so, naman ako serious ako, Rambo. Ang um, mga senator kong mga senior citizens, lagi kami nag-ano, ang press con sa mga restaurants talaga. Lunch press con. <laughs> Tapos lunch? after, after yeah, lunch press con lagi sila. At cafe. Sa cafe, nung nilaglag si Pin mm. ng, ng uh, reforma, sa, nasa cafe sila. Imagine, kumakain sa cafe. Tapos after big rallies, they would eat with reporters to speak with them. Mm, sa, okay. yeah, sa Cebu, ang nagpakain naman ay si, ano, si Senator Soto kahit pagkatapos ng kanyang rally sa Cebu. So interesting. Pini ko kasi, ano, strict niya kanilang diet. Dapat malinis talaga for sure. Proper portions at you know, mga senador, medyo mas alta sila. Pero nakakain naman sila ng, of course, bootle fight. Pero wala pa silang bootle fight, though, like, pakyao. Mm. <laughs> Yung sa akin, di ko pa kasi nakakasabay kumain, pero my candidates have an obsession with burgers. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me where that came from. Even I cannot comprehend, but burger, that's a thing. Ewan ko. Yeah. <laughs> Karinderia, babe. Charot na. Yun lang, yung next question natin ay from DM ni Rats to me. Sino kaya ito? What happens if you need to drink or go to the bathroom? Do you just make tea down? Indeed, we make tea. 
Yes, talaga. Lalo na pag nasa motorcade ka. Oh. Ah, the thing is, the thing is for campaign din, for coverage, the first thing that you do, you know, you should find out where the bathroom is. Diba? Once Same. you scout mo, wala pang tao, nasa ng banyo, para if ever kailangan ko bumanyo, doon siya. Tapos, the next thing is, your best friend is your production specialist. Yung mga kakilala mo. Pwede bantayan yung gamit mo kasi position mo yun eh. Babalikan mo siya kung iihi ka man. Pero may mga moments talaga na shit. Talagang the... The build-up is so good. I can't, I can't miss this moment. May mga ganong moments, di ba? Yeah, yun yung mga moments na talagang titiis ako for for the history too. Ano yun, iihi ka habang nagsasalita yung kandidato mo na napakaganda, di ba? May ganong moments. Pero yun, usual coverage yan eh. Talagang parang sa Nazareno, big rallies, you establish. Yeah. That's the same. Kung may addition kayo. Pero yun yung routine natin ang alam ko. And then sometimes this is very unhealthy but we're too dehydrated to think of being. Kasi, kasi siyempre, ititipid mo rin yung bawon mong tubig, tapos mm-hmm. minimize mo yung baba ng mask mo, so parang hindi ka rin ganun ka, that's really bad for you. But, yeah, we're not always well-hydrated. May mga experience na, di ba, nalilipasan ng guto. Min- minsan naman may nalilipasan ng, alam mo na, <laughs> parang just forget suddenly <laughs> the moment na, ay, hindi naman ako na, mas may hindi ako. Kasi diba, parang, uy, I'm so in the moment. Like, ewan ko kung psycholo- psychosomatic thing, whatever, but... Feeling ko, know, nag-a-adjust yung... Nag-a-adjust yung, yung bladder natin. <laughs> Super power yung bladder na mismo, Bess. Sabi ng bladder, ay, wala. <laughs> I guess ako mag-a-adjust in this moment. Ganun. Ay, syaka, best friend mo rin yung driver. Yung driver mo. may uh, Whether the driver is from Rappler or hired na driver, kuya, maghanap tayo ng banyo. Wala akong pakialam kung malinis or kung saan. <laughs> Basta kailangan natin ng banyo right away. Ganun. Yeah. Ako naman, ano, hinahanap ko agad yung banyo. Tapos kapag, ano, naramdaman mo na the nature will call. I mean, few hours talaga. Rule ko yan, dapat two hours before sa ven- nandun ako sa venue para na-navigate ko na siya. Tapos yung prospects ko, kasi lalaki naman ako, kahit paano. So, best friend damin, <laughs> kapag may mga coverage talaga na hindi ka talaga makakaalis sa lugar mo, pero nandun yung kotse mo. So, best friend mo yung malaking bandana mo. Lagi ako naglalagay ng, lagi ako naglalagay ng scarf, saka ng bote. So, bahala na kayong, bahala na kayong mag-isip. Oh my gosh, male privilege. Wala pa nga sa usapan na yun kung paano kung What if you're on your period? Ano yung sagot? Yeah. Ano tinitiis ko na lang? It's harder for the girls. Magbaon. <laughs> Tiis. Okay. Last question. From Eunice wow. San Miguel. DM rin to to Aika, I think. Curious ako on how they are planning to achieve yung goals nila. One thing yung sabihin mo, ano plan mo, eh it's another thing na pakita mo how you will do it. Ah, So parang how far candidates go in thinking of their administration, like how detailed, gano'n, kahit nangakampanya pa rin sila. Well, first ko, meron na siyang, kilala niya yung mga appointees niya. Kilala niya yung sinong lalagay niya sa financial, sinong economic managers niya. Gano'n. Ako yung sagot ko dyan kay Senator Pacquiao, um, di ba yung platform niya masyadong maraming freebies? At least meron siyang sinasabi na plano niyang gawin. Well, aside from yung mga corruption stuff, no, kasi We're not sure yet kung paano magpa-pan out. Pero meron siyang mga ideas on how to revitalize yung economy. Actually, paulit-ulit niya itong sinasabi sa mga speeches niya, yung tukol sa gross domestic product. Misa magulat ka na sabi niya, apat, meron kasi yan, apat yung components daw ng gross domestic product. So, i-explain niya yun talaga sa'yo. Basta yun, yung mga gusto niyang gawin to 
make the economy grow, pati yung mga taxes, sinasabi niya rin yan. Although, syempre, alam naman natin na legislative action yung kailangan dyan. But at least he knows what he wants to implement para lang mabigay yung mga freebies na pinapangako niya sa platform niya. I guess, siguro yun yung how he thinks he would implement yung mga programs na. One way to answer this question, hindi naman sa parang pinanganak lang kahapon yung ating kandidato, di ba, na blank slate sila. This is the reason why we keep track of their career history. Ano bang ginawa nila kung nakangayon silang promise noon? Isko, kita mo sa Maynila. Kaya lagi nilang binabanggit ang Maynila. Tito Soto, ganito kami sa Senado. Blackson, ganito kami sa Senado. Tingnan nyo yung track record. Kaya mahalaga talagang tingnan ang track record. Big promises kasi yung details, kaya nila yung ma-workout. Pero yung kung meron silang setbacks, makikita mo yan sa kanilang track record. Meron din mga politiko like Marcos Jr. na wala naman masyadong ginawa, di ba? Absentee governor. So how are you going to expect him to do more if ever maging president siya, di ba? Mahalaga talaga yung track record. Paano kung hindi niya, hindi niya nagawa sa kanyang lugar, paano niya pa magagawa sa bansa, di ba? Kaya, masasagot mo yan sa bawat platform kung titingnan mo yung anong ginawa nila dati. And madaling mag-google yan. And to add to the survey front runner, by the way, nagdagdaba sila ng ads siya. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm referring only to Marcos Jr. He did release ads na parang platform. Uh, but it's not really, honestly, it's not so much a platform as it is like, slogans for sectors or for like the economy kunwari meron siyang jobs to jobs so immunity parang mm. vaccines to job patient but honestly Sarah Duterte has been talking about that parang bago pa man mag-expound si Marcos Jr. sa ano niya sa, sa platform niya or sa mga proposals niya parang si Sarah Duterte na una pa nga dun, um, emphasizing the importance of immunization of everyone but like, ito to ambos nga parang this isn't expressed so much by the Marcos campaign kasi parang very laser-pointed sila dun sa unity, positive, whatever campaigning. Pero I'm sure behind the scenes, they're already taking in applications for various posts, not just cabinet. I'm sure, I'm sure ang dami nang nakapila niyan. Unfortunately, they're kind of opaque. They're, they're quite opaque about it. So at least we don't know in Rappler. Hmm. Sa KVP Lenny and Caliotti, yun yung similarity nila na may Venn diagram, tapos nasa gitna nilang dalawa, consultative silang pareho. Yun yung approach nila, especially VP Lenny. I mean, pag yung mga sector na gusto niyang tukukan, nangihihin siya ng consultation, for example, yung pag-endorse sa kanya ng retired PNP and constabulary officers, nag-conduct siya ng consultation with them, anong dapat gawin sa reformation sa police, anong mga internal security projects na dapat i-implement for the internal security. And for Caliodi naman, sobrang comprehensive ng platforms nila. And lahat yun, nag-undergo ng consultation with their experts, especially si Professor Walden, kasi he's really a great mind. So talagang pinag-aralan nila talaga yung mga platform nila na hindi nila kinuha lang somewhere for the sake na magkaroon. In fairness kay Isko, mayroon naman siyang 10-point agenda talaga. And that entire document was based on consultations with economists, with agriculture experts, even with mga foreign policy experts like si Senior Associate Justice, Retired Justice Scorpio. So I would really say that he also is also quite consultative and really planned that platform like to the detail, to the dot. As in very, very detailed, may figures talaga like how many nurses they want to give scholarships to. So very, very specific. At siguro, one thing that I can say about Isko, kasi may, may times na he's very glib with his answers. Like, gusto mo ng specific, pero bibigyan ka ng general. So, minsan I try to push some of the more important questions like, what will you do about the 12 trillion debt that you will inherit? Tapos may time na I really, parang hindi ako na-satisfy sa answer niya, sobrang general. So talagang I'm like, give me something concrete. Parang, 
what will you do? Parang, give me something I can, like, hold on to. Tapos, nasurprise ako, parang, oh, ito ah, this is too early, but ito yung iniisip ko. Ibebenta daw niya yung, yung naiya, or basta parang he will, yeah, send it to the private sector pag na-develop yung Bulacan Airport, kasi magkaka, diba, there will, be, there will be too many airports na in Metro Manila, so one of them can be converted into a sort of BGC hub daw. And yun, pagkikitaan ng government, it will earn, mayroon na siyang figure of how much that development will earn the government, and billions or trillions ba, may nakalimut ko na, but yun, parang, yun ko, wow, he must have spent like a car ride thinking of this, and probably googling parang, parang what to do about these underperforming assets, etc. So, Yun, parang, I think he is really thinking about it, and I guess it's something good that if you're thinking about it, na ganong ka detailed, right? So, okay, so and he's consulting the right people. Sorry, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, mukha naman, I mean, these are people naman who are who we know, like these names that the consultants he had. Okay, all right. So, so far we've finished reading your questions. Um. I think meron din sa comments eh, pero kasi sobrang dami ng comments, maybe next time we can try to answer those in the comment section. But yun, we really hope na nasagot namin yung mga tanong and kahit pa paano yung mga sagot namin, makatulong sa inyo when you enter Holy Week and try to think of who you will vote for. Kung undecided pa kayo, baka ito yung time that you can really use to look through all of the news articles and you know analysis pieces that different media outlets have put out there to help you really come up with a good decision on May 9. So, Maraming salamat uh, for joining us tonight. Once again, we're your campaign reporters in Rappler and we will continue to monitor the campaign for you and give you blow-by-blow reporting on this. So again, thank you so much and good night.